threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Pop quiz, high shot. <laughs> yeah. You stuck in your car. <laughs> yeah. We were going to... Yeah, we're talking scenarios because I think this one this week mm. called "Stranded in Your Car." Mm-hmm. I think it was a little tough. Like, it was, yeah. Maybe Kobe, I made Kobe, the parameters. Kobe, Kobe <laughs> painted a pretty difficult scene yeah. to begin with. It's like you're in your car. Yeah, it has no cab. Mm-hmm. You're missing your left and right arm and leg, you're, and you have only a wheelchair. What are you gonna do? <laughs> your brain in a bottle. That's it. Get out of it. <laughs> All your limbs are gone. Yeah. You're just a bowling pin <laughs> sitting in the car seat. Bowling pin. <laughs> How are you going to get out of it? Strike. Yeah. Car's upside down on fire. <laughs> yeah. Get out of it. Yeah, we made it kind of tough this week. It's a little we? tough. That's because, all right. But I think it's an easy scenario to get yourself into. Oh, for sure. So yeah. So it's like I, that's the whole people thing. People die all the time from this kind of stuff. That's why I love these scenario episodes. It gives you a chance to look at some things to not do. Yeah, you're like, right? oh, do I have... That mm. item. Yes. Or am I that person? Am I this dumb? They, yes. they got it right. I don't have arms <laughs> This legs. is me. This is me. Yeah, so, so we're excited about today's episode. Yeah, but before we get to that, I got to tell you about BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and... Car-stranded digers. Car-stranded digers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month. The BattleBox onyx knife mm. and the rhino usa kinetic recovery rope perfect i love that sucker good time all, yeah all this badassness starts at just 34.99 per month they've shipped over a million boxes and one best men's subscription box of 2020 our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at tribebattlebox.com slash casual preppers get your first battle box plus a free knife when you sign up at tribebattlebox.com slash casual preppers listener Reviews starts now. This is definitely a listener. Uh, I think he's heard us once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Right? Need more 556. Five, <laughs> you guys are almost there, but the key to anything is always 556. Five, mm-hmm. Or a Johnson Rod. Or a Johnson One of the Rod. Two. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Andrew T423. Andrew T423. Rhyme. At your service. <laughs> it sounds like a, yeah. a robot name, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to be a part of this is. portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Um, it's a mad world. Yeah. Uh, there's hurricanes, Cam. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice? Yeah. Over there is Hurricane Adalia. It just sounds so unassuming. Oh, it's Adalia. Ah. Ah, Adalia. <laughs> Finally a nice hurricane. Yeah, it's, but it is not nice. In fact, it says Adalia has made landfall over Florida's Gulf Coast as a catastrophic Category 3 storm that has already left tens of thousands of residents without just like power. That. Yep. Um, Adalia is producing storm surges of up to 16 feet in some areas. Damaging winds howling up to 125 miles per hour. Jeez. And historic freshwater flooding that has completely encompassed Florida road, roadways. <laughs> roadways. Yeah. Good thing I didn't read it. I know. The National Weather Service in Tallahassee called Adalia an unprecedented event as no major hurricanes, those classified as Category 3 or higher, have made landfall through yeah, the Big one's... Bend region since hurricane data was first recorded in 1851. You would think every year, what? you know, we have like hurricanes and all. It's like we're getting like records still. Like yeah. tells you, I don't know, the end time. Yeah, the Bible says, as my Jesus, mom would say, Jesus come back. <laughs> That's what you can tell. That's what my mom will say. It's like every, every little every time I talk to my mom, everything. she's always like, just end of the times. I yeah. tell you, I know. It's like, and their grandparents were saying the exact same thing, <laughs> and their grandparents were saying the exact wow. same thing. But anyways, yeah, uh, hurricane. Penetrating deep into the U.S. Yeah, deep, deep penetration. The thing, the thing, like I don't know. I've never been in a hurricane, so maybe. But I see like the comments of people like on the Florida coast and stuff. They're uh-huh. like, "That's unprecedented." I'd never seen anything like. It. I'm like, you live on the coast where there's yeah. hurricanes every year, like right? 
Why were like? I'm sure it's devastating in a destroyed house, but I'm like, God, you think they'd be just a little more prepared living in those? You would think so, yeah. But I don't know. It's like us going like, gosh, it snowed. It got cold. That's true. You know, it's in January. Same thing. We deal with it so often that we're just like, oh, I forgot. That time of year. It snows every year. I'll put my roof back on. I guess. (laughs) Going convertible for a bit. (laughs) Apparently, that ain't good here. Feels good to get the air out. (laughs) I had some stagnant air in the house. Breeze on top. (laughs) Yeah. Um. This one, uh, I mean, speaking of weird times. Sure. Mysterious naked wolf man spotted in German mountains. Oh, is this like from Matthew or John or yeah. something? Yeah. This is from the Bible times. End of times. So blurry photos of an blurry. unkempt. What did I say? I'm just saying blurry. Of course they're blurry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. It's never like Crips 4K photos. <laughs> Video. Know, seriously. Of this thing. 72 megapixel. <laughs> Yeah. Poster board. Yeah. yeah. It is. Of course it's blurry. Um, of a man carrying a spear in the German forest have stoked <laughs> speculations that the legends of a wolf man stalking the woods of the Harz region are true. Okay. Two photos captured by hikers show a naked and shaggy man sitting on a rock holding a long stick in his left hand. That ain't no stick. Scratching the rock <laughs> with another instrument in his right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Gina Wace and her friend Toby. Toby <laughs> claimed to have, uh, these are German names, I guess. This is my friend Toby. Yeah. To have taken the pictures on their mobile phones, uh-huh. their Blackberries. Of course. Walking beneath a set of sandstone caves. Gen 1 iPads out there <laughs> trying to take a photo from 300 exactly. yards away. <laughs> Hold on to my disposable camera. You got your Toby, your iPad with you? <laughs> we saw the wolf man when we reached the sandstone caves, Miss Waste told the German tabloid Bilb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go right to Bill. <laughs> that's the that's the paper Ask of choice. Bilb. Yeah. Um he was standing on top of one of the caves holding a long wooden stick like a spear in his arm. Yeah. In his arm. Okay. He didn't take his eyes off us and didn't say a word. She recounted, adding that the encounter lasted for nearly ten minutes. Just ten minutes of staring with a big old spear in his hand. And he looked dirty and behaved like a Stone Age man from the history books, she added. From the history books. So, however, um, one local firefighter had told the Telegraph that they had noticed uh, hadn't noticed anything unusual in the forest, describing the story as nonsense, speculating that the photos were a prank. But look, there I'm a is firefighter. Modern legends attached to the woods, which inspired many popular fairy tales by the German brothers Grimm. Yeah, yeah, loom large in the public imagination. So they don't know if this guy was real. They never found him. I just he's just carrying his stick. I love how they're they're naysayers of firefighters. Well, I'm a firefighter yeah. and I've never seen a wolf man in the, in the <laughs> woods. Know. It's like asking the police about aliens. <laughs> I know. I ain't seen no alien right there. No reports on the radio. No kid, pretty. He told me and I think <laughs> yeah. it could be true. It's just, it's funny how that, that works. But yeah, anyway, so if you're going to Germany anytime yeah. soon, watch out. Mm, Naked wolf man. Holding the stick and scratching on the rocks. Yeah. So I like that. It's weird times, weird times. Yeah, it's a mad, mad world, buddy. All right, man, uh, we have another scenario for you today. Um, third in our series, this is Stranded in Your Car. Um, and so, as always, we're going to play a little opener to kind of get you in the mood. Picture it. This is kind of like you're driving a, in your car. This is like a back rub before we get going. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That's kind of how I massage. see it. A little massage. Just to loosen ear up. massage. <laughs> it's an ear massage. So, uh, stand by. Here it comes. your regular radio program to report on an urgent update on the unfolding situation regarding a powerful winter blizzard that is currently gripping our region. The National Weather Service has issued a severe winter storm warning for our area as a massive blizzard continues to unleash its fury across our region. Snowfall rates have intensified and visibility is rapidly deteriorating. Travel conditions are extremely hazardous with reports of multiple accidents and road closures. Local county officials have declared a state of emergency and all non-essential services and businesses are urged to close. Public transportation has been severely impacted with cancellations and delays affecting buses, trains and flights. 
residents are advised to stock up on essential supplies and to check on their neighbors, especially the elderly and vulnerable. We can expect these harsh conditions to persist for the next 12 to 15 hours, with additional accumulations of 14 inches of snow expected. Wind chills are making it feel significantly colder, posing serious risks for frostbite and hypothermia. Authorities are urging caution and preparedness during this winter storm. Make sure to have enough food, water, and essential medication to last through the duration of the storm. Stay tuned to this station for the latest updates on road closures, emergency shelters, and any further developments related to this blizzard. So there you are, Cam. That sounds like a sports center, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Top oh, 10 plays. Oh, nope, storm. Okay. No, it's just a storm. It wasn't as exciting. So uh, there we are. So let's kind of break down this scenario a little bit um, before we kind of get going to the key areas of concern because there are some areas of concern here. This For is bad, sure. Right? This gets rough. <clears throat> yeah, so you're driving alone in the mountains outside of town about 10 miles. So, so you're not like right in town. So you're a bit of ways. Town's not too far. So town's not easy, too far. Easy, easy, easy. Maybe easy. you're scouting for hunting. You know. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. Definitely doing something like that. <laughs> Maybe you're selling drugs out there, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hunting for mushrooms. Maybe I don't you're know. burying a body. I don't know. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, but you got to get a little ways out of town. So a sudden blizzard hits as you're heading home, which this act this happens. Mm -hmm. It really does. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, blizzard hits. The snow starts coming down. Conditions get much worse. This is kind of scary. Um, you turn on the radio, or the radio's playing, obviously. Then they, they break in and say, hey, um, this storm is pretty bad. This is going to last another 12 to 15 hours. It's not like this is going to blow over here in the next few minutes. This thing is here to stay for a bit. You're going to have two feet of snow. You're going to have whiteout conditions. Temperatures are dropping. Kind of worst-case scenario for you out on this mountain road, right? Yep. On top of that, your vehicle's now stuck in the deep snow which is one of the worst things yeah. ever. If you're, you're like me, you're probably in the Mercury in the lawn. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing. Like, the, you're, you're probably in, like, this two-wheel vehicle. You're not something really yeah. good to get out. I don't know what possibly. you were doing up in the mountains in your Mercury in the lawn, but you're there. <laughs> you're stuck now. And you're kind of down in this canyon. So now your phone is out of service. It's guaranteed the spot every time. Yeah, and that, and that happens, right? You, you get out of town, you get into a canyon, you lose service. You might have service somewhere near... Right, but uh, I don't know. You think you can if you get up on top of the of Maybe the canyon, you get up above <clears throat> towards yeah. town or something. It's about a mile hike up on this this mountain. You can probably maybe get some service and so that that is a viable option there but again it's white out conditions outside so anything out it's just really risky right it's it's something you may not want to do you have an eighth of a tank of gas because you don't listen to us apparently <laughs> right keep that half a tank of gas going so looking that up it's probably like four hours of idle time which kind of is a little bit scary yeah right? yeah especially with a 12 to 15 hour storm um you're gonna have to figure something out there. You do have you have like a, a, a granola bar, which Good. we all have probably laying around. I'm in pretty our sure vehicle. I do have that, uh -huh. <clears throat> and a half a bottle of water. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something, but it's not great, right? You have kids, you just maybe some half drink mm -hmm. juice boxes and stuff. Like Delicious, that. but let's just say yeah, delicacy there. Um, <clears throat> you don't really have winter clothes on. No, that's that 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 becomes a problem. Or boots, you're wearing just like a hoodie, just like a normal person would be wearing tennis shoes and jeans. Right, this is what most You're completely people naked in this scenario. Yeah, you haven't worn clothes in you two haven't. months. <laughs> right? <clears throat> no, you just have regular clothes on for for winter. You know what I mean? Just tennis mm -hmm. shoes, a hoodie, some jeans. Um, also, Typical you're an idiot. Fall stuff because it hasn't really snowed a lot. You know? Yeah, uh, you're also an idiot in this scenario, and you didn't tell anybody where you were going. You I just know what said I mean? Snown. Huh? <laughs> snown. Snown. Is that a noun? I don't know what you're doing. 
Snown. I don't. Did I say Snown? No, I did. I was oh. like, I just said it. Oh, it's Snown a lot. And I was snowed. like, is that even a word? Instead of snowed. 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 There we go. <laughs> snown. Snown. That's, that's Snown's past, a Sith Lord, I think. That's the past tense of snowed. <laughs> and snown in a while. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds got right. Got caught up there. Got caught in a storm. It's snown. And, it's snown all day. It does sound all right. Yeah, it does. It sounds like pretty good. So anyways, that's that's the scenario you're in. And that's why we're going to talk about how do we survive this. But first, before we get to that, Cam's going to break down like the key areas of concern for this scenario. Because yeah. it's a little little dicey, a little hairy. Yeah. And snown a while. So immediately, you should be thinking like, okay, what are my risks here? Right. Being stuck in the cold, mm-hmm. 14 inches of snow. <laughs> been coming in yeah so uh obviously first thing you're gonna worry about is staying warm in, in a storm like this it's yeah. like okay i'm in my car mm-hmm. but people die of hypothermia in their car all the time yeah. like so how are you going to figure that out like how are you going to use your motor that's still operational <clears throat> how are you going to utilize the gas and not overuse and stuff like that so it's like how am i going to stay warm that's like your number one thing yeah and then the next is like you know, whatever you're going to do, if you're going to leave the car or if you're mm-hmm. going to try and get unstuck or if you're going to try and make a phone call, like you got to worry about maybe not full hypothermia, but frostbite. Like, oh, yeah. Frostbite's a bad deal. That, that happens quick. And yeah. so, and then, you know. Especially if you're not, if you're wearing just right, stupid right. clothes like we're cold wearing. Cold feels, you know, the same until it doesn't. And you're like, <laughs> I don't feel cold anymore. And that's when you pretty much already I'm started sleepy. the damage. I'd like to take a nap. Yeah. So out here, you got to think about how to like counter those things and keep yourself protected, even though you, you know, with whatever plan you go with. Yeah. Um, water and food. Yeah. Obviously, that granola bar <clears throat> is going to be okay. You probably have some food in your stomach from whatever you were doing before. So you've got time. Sure. But you don't know how long you're going to be there. You don't know if yeah. the, you're going to be stuck and unseen off the road. Um, you don't know who's going to pass by and see you. You don't know if you're going to ever make it out of there. So you got to be like, okay, what do, do I start? Just yeah. eating what I got in my car now, it's probably the first thing I do. Be like, I'm bored. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to start eating stuff. <laughs> You're bored. You all right. You've you got to like conserve that and you got to ration your food and your water. Good thing is you got snow. Sure. But eating a lot of cold yeah. snow when you're trying mm-hmm. to stay warm isn't going to work out super well. So you've got to think about like, how am I going to keep getting water? Mm-hmm. How am I going to stay alive? Um, yeah. And to me, this, this part is probably the, the least iffy part. It's like, because hope, I mean, twenty four hours at the max, you would expect to be stuck here. You don't know, though, yeah, yeah. Right? Most likely, I mean, most likely, someone's gonna notice you're missing unless you're single weirdo. Which plays there, there's a lot of World people of like that in the basement all day long. Yeah, but your your online buddies might be like, he didn't show up for today's <laughs> session. We're supposed to raid tonight. <laughs> yeah. He ain't there. He's got the ice sword. I don't have it. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> I, I don't know if an ice sword is a real oh, thing. I just but. paid for two times XP tonight. Where is he? <laughs> for no good reason. <laughs> Probably too many details that people are like, these guys play. <laughs> these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> well, yeah. they just gave it away. Yeah. They play that. Um, <clears throat> the next thing is uh, your communications. Yeah. Like, does anyone know you're out there? And then I think you said they didn't. You didn't really, like, tell anybody ahead of time. Are you out there? <laughs> what's, what's the song? Yeah. Um, I don't um, Fifle. From Fifle, yeah. Yeah, Fifle Goes West. Fifle. No, that's the second one. American Tale. American Tale. Yep. American Tale. Somewhere yeah. out there. That's what <laughs> yeah. This is not Are You Out There. I haven't seen a side, little kid. <laughs> yeah. I remember after seeing that movie, coming home and looking at stars, and I'm like, oh, that song's so good. <laughs> it's a good song. It was a good song, man. <laughs> it was. A little Jewish mouse <laughs> singing to the moon, right? Yeah, he was. A little Jewish mouth, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're 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 thinking, okay, I've got a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, how long am I going to have battery power? And I don't have signal right now. Do I like utilize that? Do I try and go find service so I mm-hmm. can call? Um, but somebody needs to know where I'm at. Yeah, that's the hard or you're part. just waiting and hoping someone sees you um, off the side of the road. Yeah, and so that's the part. The hard part about being up in the mountains, like, are there a lot of people driving? Your main, yeah, you don't. Not everybody has a CB radio, right. and then no one tip, typically has a ham radio in their car. No, some and people do, And if you do, do you yeah. don't know how to use it. Yeah, I know. I That's have one part. in my bag, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm gonna listen to the radio. It's all Chinese anyways. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I haven't gotten it out of that mode. figured it out to get Chinese mode. But, you, you know, that's that's a huge part. It's like, and not only communicating with other people, but, like, you want to keep getting information from yes. the storm and stuff. It's like, so you need to keep battery power to your car. Maybe you probably don't have an emergency radio in there. So it's like you need to keep updated on this storm and also try to get communication out to 
yeah. know, family and stuff like that. That is so, the one. So you got to think about what you're going to do there or just trying to give signal to somebody yeah. that that's where you're stranded. Right. I think that is the plus is you do have the car radio that is actually getting you some information. Like actually knowing that this storm is 12 to 15 hours long. Okay. So you're like, at least you say, okay, I know that that's how long it's going to be. Otherwise, you would just have no clue. On your Casio watch, you start that clock. Yeah, start exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, you got a Casio watch with a, <laughs> you know, a stopwatch. But at least you have that. You know, okay, I have to figure out how to survive this thing for twelve to fifteen yeah. hours. Whatever I do, I know that's how long. Because you could just be like, well, it might blow over in ten minutes. Exactly. Could Which, be three days. Yeah. I don't know. Utah, when they're like ten percent chance, mm -hmm. it's like hundred feet of snow. Oh, yeah. And then when they're like, 90%, you don't get any clouds. You're like, what? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. It's totally unpredictable. Um, the next thing is now you're worrying about your the safety of your car. Like, yeah. being in your car, how much fuel, how you're going to be resourceful and using uh, both the the motor to keep you warm, to charge your devices, to get you the Start communication, out the information. from the motor. Oh, yeah. Laying them on top of you. That's what I would do. Yeah. First thing, take off that... The, the, um, Johnson rod. <laughs> Pull that Johnson rod out. <laughs> stick it down your pants. <laughs> it's warm down there. Hey, got that Johnson rod right in the crotch. Yeah, that's the good stuff right there. It's just like, you know, when you heat up a rock when you're camping yeah. and you put it in your sleeping bag. Yeah. You just go get that warm Johnson rod right yep. away. <laughs> it, uh, it warms you up, man. I've been good. I got the Johnson rod in my pants. Hey, I'm, not that Johnson rod. <laughs> That one's cold, but this one's warm. <laughs> this one's warm. But yeah, yeah, no, that's a great idea. Just take apart, you know, the <laughs> exhaust manifold and lay it on your lap. Yeah, exactly. Use it as a pillow. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's snowing. Just run a tube across you and out mm. the door so the exhaust ain't getting on you. The exhaust keeping you warm. <laughs> exactly. I have to think of all this stuff. Yes. But yeah, you you know, how are you going to use this vehicle, but also not overuse it and run out of your heat in the four hours that the, the you know, the biggest part of the storm yeah. hits. So you got to stretch it out. Stretch. stretch it out so you're, you're thinking about all those things the other thing is like how do you get home like what if you don't get rescued yeah. like at what point do you decide to give up yeah i'm <laughs> just, just gonna die. go sleep <laughs> i'm just gonna I'm go sleep i'm gonna take a long nap <laughs> got a got american tail soundtrack yeah. turned up loud go sleep <laughs> Um, That's how I want to go out. <laughs> Me too. So In a blizzard, <laughs> listening to Fightful Sing. <laughs> it's probably pretty peaceful, actually. Yeah, man. But yeah, sure. um, but yeah, you got to start thinking, like, how am I going to get rescued? Like, what mm. if they don't find me? Like, what ways can I help others find me? You know, P-rings and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, P-rings. That's the first one. Lining up your poop in SOS. <laughs> I got the half an S right now. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Come on granola bar. I eat the rest of that granola Come bar. Come on out. I've been trying to work it out for a bit. So, yeah. The one day I don't have diarrhea. <laughs> the one day. Oh, we found his car. Looks like he dumped out a bunch of chocolate milk all over and around it. Found him with his pants down in a pile of crap that looked like an S. Oh, man. Got frozen turd yeah. all over him. Weird. Weird. weird, man. Weird situation. I haven't seen 10 years service. Yeah. Something like this. Weird as a wolf man out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate milk spilled everywhere that's what it looks like but um chocolate milk. but yeah um mm -hmm. getting home and getting rescued yeah. then the next thing is preventing killing yourself with um <laughs> yeah. carbon monoxide sure yeah because you're using your car but the thing is like if you're sitting in it staying warm and it's drifting up it's going to block off the exhaust and yeah. that can potentially kill you too yeah, you so, have to like that's something so you like, have to continue to look at you know when am I going to go out and clean that off? And Ugh. you got to make sure. That's why I think you'll mention is like you don't fall asleep while you're in there, like mm -hmm. nice and cozy, running the car. That's the hard part. You don't want to fall asleep. It's a nice time. You're just like, oh. Or you, I mean, you can when the, we'll talk, maybe we'll talk about that later, <laughs> right, but yeah. Right. So you have to have a plan. These there. are all the risks you got to like think about how to counter them and how mm -hmm. to like, you know, improve your chances. So it's important to go through these things in your mind. Yeah, like what if brain. the snow gets so tall that it's like over your car or, or like, you know what I mean? It's it like, might be a good thing in terms of like insulation. Insulation but, for sure. But, but no one's ever going to Snow plow drives right by and he yeah. doesn't even know you're in there dying. <laughs> Just keeps burying you more and more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's a bad deal. It is a bad deal. Speaking of bad deals, that oh, worked, right? Segway. That was a good one. Segway. It's a, it, cybercrime mm. is always a problem. Yeah. Whether you're out trying to get a phone call in the middle of the mountains. Yeah. When anytime you're using the internet on your phone, like you really are susceptible. Somewhere out there, someone's trying to get someone's you. Someone's trying to get you. Yeah. Um speaking of this, um mm. 
just recently the FBI had to hack into computers and shut down services that people didn't even know were cyber were being used for cybercrime and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So it's like most computers are are susceptible to this. Mm, but not mine. There's a super easy way. Yeah, because you have Surfshark, right? Surfshark, baby. Surfshark VPN can protect <clears throat> you and all your devices. I love that because mm-hmm. you don't just get one subscription for one phone. Like, yeah. It'll cover them all yes. from online threats. You're basically going grain mine online, shielding your information from websites and weirdos and creepers. You know, that's mm-hmm. important. Um, it's a super easy to use app. Um, you can also just plug it in so that your router connects automatically to the VPN. And so you're running everything from home safely through Surfshark. You can even connect to another country and watch Netflix from the UK or something like Magic. that. Magic. Pretty cool stuff. But um, if you use our code Casual Preppers, you get 83% off from 27 months. So you're getting three extra months, over two years of service um, coverage for $2.20 a month. I mean, you can't beat it. Jeez. Less than 60 bucks gets you over two years. I'm telling you, you got to try it. It's fully refundable after 30 days if you just don't feel like you're going to use it enough or yeah. if you know how to use it. Um, but I'm telling you, try it out. Use our code Casual Preppers, Surfshark.deals, uh, right? Surfshark.deals slash Casual Preppers. Yeah. That's go it. get it. Go get it. Beautiful. All right. So we found ourselves in a horrible, no good situation, Cam. Um, and usually in these scenario episodes, we lay out three different plans for you to to choose from to get through this. So <clears throat> we're going to start with plan A. And this one seems to be the easiest of the plans. Um, but who knows? Stay in the car, ride out the storm, wait for help. Right? Makes the most sense. Seems simple. So what are the pros of taking plan A? Number one, you're not going to be headed out into this crazy storm on foot dressed like an idiot. Yeah. Right? Because that's where you can get turned around. Like these whiteout conditions. Most people do. Or not most people, but a lot of people that die are ones that have left their car. That's true. And I think people underestimate blizzards and whiteout conditions. I've been up on this mountain a hundred times. I know the road. You know how many blizzards I've been in? (laughs) This ain't my first Back rodeo. Back in the 70s, 65-foot yeah. snow. I got home. Snowed for six months straight. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I um, tunneled my way home. Mm-hmm. Been fine since. So it's like, I, I think people underestimate these whiteout conditions and what can happen and how disorienting they can be and how quickly you can just lose your bearings out there. Um, I've been there. I've seen it happen. Um, it's not good. I, I actually, like I said, I think I've told this story in the podcast. I, that happened once to my grandpa and I. We we're out elk hunting. S- storm comes in. We got turned around. It was a bad deal. And my grandpa knows those mountains literally like the back of his hand. Yeah. And you're it, still lost up there. I, I haven't gotten back yet. <laughs> you know. So it's just people underestimate how hard it is yeah. to keep your bearings in those situations and how cold it can get and how bad it is. So that's that's a pro. You're staying in. You're not going to do those things. You currently have a nice, warm car. It's a shelter. Mm-hmm. It keeps the snow off of you. It keeps the cold out as much as it can with what you have left, right? Yeah. It, it's uh, a place where you can rest and you're not animals. I mean, whatever it is, like you have some protection there. Yeah. Um, Just last year, the cabin that we went to, mm-hmm. there was a guy that went up to try to get to his cabin, got stuck and froze to death. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just man. not too far from my parents' cabin. Wow. So I was just like, it happens. Yeah, that's that's scary, man. It really can't happen. Um, inside the car, you do have enough food and water to ride out this storm. You know, you got a half a bottle of water and a granola bar. You're going to be fine that way. You know what I mean? Um, who knows? Somebody could just drive by yeah. and, and find you. The chances are probably slim in this situation, but uh, it is a possibility. And then you didn't put yourself in more danger by trying to go out and do whatever you got to do. You, they you, typically won't stop because you need them to stop. Exactly. It's usually when you're getting out to like, you know, film a video, pick a receipt up off the, you're like, yeah. I think that's my, and somebody's like, you need help? Yeah. <laughs> and then when you have a blown tire, oh, gosh, engine yeah. steaming, just Nobody. everybody just keeps passing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look at that guy. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, I think we said this in our last Stranded in our car episode, just get out and start filming a video. <laughs> Somebody true. will come by and start looking and watching what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They they get very interested when there's yeah. a camera out. Oh, there's must be. Yeah. Hollywood up here. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what we look like when we're out there. That Tom Cruise? The Matt Damon? <laughs> and you come running around a corner like Tom Cruise real fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm filming a movie. That's cool. Jeez, that's a right way cool action film. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> well, see you. <laughs> yeah, and see you later. Um, 
you you have your basically you have the best communication device in the car. You have that radio that is mm-hmm. constantly receiving new information on what the storm is going. You can't you can't pull that radio out and take it with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's you can, even, but used to be. Remember the ones like in the two thousands, like where you could pull the face yep. off and put it away. You know, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought about. My yeah. brother had one of those, and I was like, man, that's so good. That is awesome. That is slick. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody still on that. <laughs> it's so weird that Just we had take that... it off and stick it like underneath the seat. Like or it was that much of a problem in a nineteen eighty six Subaru hatchback. Yeah, like, like who's breaking into this car? Usually the the radio, the stereo systems were more that, valuable. Oh, he did. He had a nice car. stereo system in it. Yeah, it's so. like how mine was, man. Um, so true. those are some of your pros there in this situation. The cons, there are some negatives to doing this. You know, the storm could last longer than you hope yeah. in this situation. You could just be sitting in that car till death finds you. You don't you know, were, right? You're, yeah. Your bones are found in that car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sweatshirt and bones. That's all that's left. <laughs> um, it could drop so much snow that nobody could get to you when it finally lets up. You know, yeah. I, you know how fast sometimes those storms can just drop two, three feet of snow and yeah, you're like, what are you going to do? How are they going to get to you? You know, that's scary. You could run out of fuel. Yeah. And you could freeze to death in your car, you know? <clears throat> so that, that's also something that, that is a con in this situation. Someone that knows you in town could start to panic that you aren't home. The storm has hit. They don't know where you are. They're like, what is going on? And so now they're out in the storm trying to find you. They're in danger because of your idiotic actions. Just sitting there in your car in, in the in the blizzard. Right. That's something that always scares me. That's why I'm like, I, I feel like anytime I go anywhere, I have to let somebody know. Mm-hmm. Because I don't ever want that situation to happen, you know? I say it all the time. My dad's all, all the time like, I'm headed to the book cliffs. I'm like, wait, dad. That is a huge place, okay? <laughs> if I, if you don't come back, it's I can't true. just it's say, true. I'm going to the book cliffs to find him. Yeah. Like, I would be out there for six going years. Going to Arizona. <laughs> See ya. Pretty, exactly, it's like, yeah. It's like, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Where? Phoenix? Yeah. Flagstaff? Where are you going? <laughs> Give me an idea, you know? So, like, like, someone could just freak out that you're not there and go out and try and find you um, and endanger themselves in the process. Um, you know... You, you you're just going to be just waiting there. You're just going to be sitting in the car. There's really nothing else to do other than sit there and survive. It's kind of it kind of feels like you know when you get into those situations, you feel like you need to do something. Right. Like your brain's like, I have to go do something. Yeah. I have to- I'm not doing the best thing here. Yeah. Like it makes you feel like you're you're just waiting around, celebrating your death. Yeah. Like, but that's not necessarily I be trying the, to do something. Yeah. yeah. It's not necessarily the case, but your, your brain feels that way sometimes. So that could kind of be a negative mentally just sitting yeah, for there, sure. Just it would be sitting there. I could see that being that way for me for sure. Especially if your phone's dead. Especially. <laughs> yeah. You can't play candy crush. Thing in the world. <laughs> what are you going to do, man? I can't do anything. Yeah. So what are some of the gear that is needed for this plan? Obviously your radio. Um, that is your number one, uh, communication device at this moment. So that's something that you're grateful to have glad that it's running and working right now. Food and water less important, but it is something that you need. You need to stay hydrated throughout this whole ordeal. If you have to walk out in the morning or whatever happens, you want to be ready to go, right? Right. Your car, obviously, because the heater is the number one thing you need to keep you alive. Cause when hypothermia hits, it's going to be a bad deal. So your car and your heater, that's the biggest thing. A battery jumper, just in case you're an idiot and you leave like the radio on or something and you fall asleep and now the battery is dead because of the cold weather in in the drain on the battery. So if you had a jumper, at least you could get out, jump that, keep going. Uh, Your phone. Again, we talked about this. It has no service, but like Cam alluded to earlier, it may keep you company or entertained during this long, cold night waiting for the storm to pass. Yeah. Right? So at least you can, I don't know what you can do. Maybe you have a game on there. Maybe you have some videos you can watch. Whatever it is, it's still a comfort item. It's still an entertainment item to get you through the night. And then along with your phone is a phone charger. Um, a lot of people think like, why do, why should I keep a backup battery phone charger, like a USB charger in my car? Because I have my car. I can always charge it that way. Well, what if that car dies? You know, there's a lot of different weird situations that could happen. So having another way to keep that phone charged, you're going to feel better about charging it there. You know what I mean? So you can keep it going. Um, some, some other things to think about. Um, some tips and things like that. So to keep yourself warm, we talked about you only have an eighth of a tank of gas. 
So how do you navigate that with a 12 to 15 hour timeline of this storm uh, hitting and happening? So the best way to do this, um, and this is what all the experts agree on, every hour, start your car for 10 minutes, blast the heater, get everything super warm in there for 10 minutes, turn it off for the next 50 minutes. Nice. Bring it back on, right? Because that way you can serve fuel, you can serve battery because it it recharges your battery as as you do that. So it's a great way to do it. And then also think about during those times, have that coincide with like your news and weather broadcasts that usually, you know, they're at the bottom or the top of the hour, whatever they are, do that at those 10 minutes. So you're listening to the radio during that time as well. So more information when you're doing that, um, inside the car, this is uh, an inside joke we've had for quite that's a like while. 20, that's I was just looking at 24 hours of with with the fuel you have mm-hmm. that you could be, you know, that's a long time. It is the the problem is is most people don't have that kind of. Um, they're like, I'm gonna let it go for 15 minutes this time, or exactly. I'm gonna do 20 exactly. minutes. I'm freezing, right? So most people won't have the willpower to just probably say, 30 minutes. Time yeah, for most, just like. Yeah, because yeah, you so, lose track of time, or mm-hmm. yeah, you're not really, you're just feeling comfortable and yep. nothing else to do. That's the time you can listen to the radio. Yeah, and so <laughs> most people will let it go longer. So you have to be really regimented on that. It's like, I got 10 minutes, because if you only have so much gas, you're going to have to really make sure yeah. that you can get through this storm. So yeah, be very careful there. Um, Inside the car, do light exercises. This is something that we've made fun of quite a few times. Move your arms and legs, clap your hands, because you want to maintain circulation right it wasn't what was the joke on the last one about that do you remember i don't know if you're paying attention to me but what the no i wasn't (laughs) you weren't no i could tell Um, i was looking down at my uh notes yeah do the light exercises is what I was oh yeah yeah the, and the clapping yeah and i'm stuck in a car and <laughs> yeah, each time you hit your horn hit your horn yeah well that is a, another thing you could do to try and get somebody's attention the horn the, the lights yeah, that's what we were talking about slapping yeah <clears throat> slapping yourself slapping your wife whatever you got going on there <laughs> um she's in there you that's can what you need to do use your floor mats you can use paper mats you can use or uh, paper maps not mats um, you can use uh, hamburger wrappers, Taco Bell wrappers, insulate yourself yeah. to keep yourself as warm as you possibly can. Whatever you have in the car, this is why I always keep that battle box um, wool blanket in the, in the truck. Because yeah, me too. You get in that situation, at least just having that. thing that, gets used for everything. Yeah, you know, it's like it does. a picnic, or if you're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to crawl under my car real quick. Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's, it's so useful. Yeah, like I, um, I, I don't know if any, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, I just bought a new truck. Um, this last week I got a brand new Toyota Tacoma. I'm super stoked about it. One of the very first things I did blanket was bring the blanket. In yeah, there. yeah. I have. Well, it's it. nice. It's the easiest thing to store too because it lays flat and it yep. keeps like stuff rattling around. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I just think those things are super important to have. Um, if you're in there and it's freezing like that, keep your feet up on the seat. Yeah, I remember time. that. I never thought about it either. Yeah, but it makes sense because the floor. I mean, there's not. Oh, hardly it's so any cold. insulation. That's why that. your toes are always cold mm-hmm. in the winter because it's so much colder like down there. Right where all the, yeah, there's hardly any insulation there. Yeah, so pull up your feet, put them on the seat next to you, or they're going to be much warmer that way. If you way. have feet. If you got feet. If you don't, sorry, Sid. <laughs> okay? <laughs> My buddy Sid has no feet. Um, I'm sorry. This isn't for you. You can keep your you feet keep down there. You keep them on down there. But those blades are going to get cold down there yeah, on the might floor. Yeah, sink into, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you do have a space blanket, because a lot of people keep one of those space blankets, maybe you got some duct tape, you can partition a smaller portion of the vehicle because that will stay yeah, warmer longer. That makes a lot with, of sense. With too. your heat and reflecting and, and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's worth thinking about. You can use your lights and your flashers to be more visible to rescuers. Obviously, just make sure you don't run down your battery because it's a very important part of all this. Um, while running the motor crack that window a little bit okay um you might not think you need to but sitting in the snow not moving running the car the exhaust and all that kind of stuff i want to roll down cold just get get the cold in just crack it so that it can vent yeah so those are just some things to think about in that situation for plan a yeah no that's great Mm -hmm. the other thing with that uh i was gonna say on the space blanket thing it's Mm -hmm. like some people tie them outside their car too if they're not using oh yeah no what i was gonna mention Mm -hmm. is um the sun shield, like I have that in my car. Oh, that's a good one to divide the front sure. and the back. Like you yeah. put it behind you. Even just putting that up in the window that insulates the window right more. Right, it's not a bad idea. So, you know? um, so plan B. Instead of sitting in your car, you know, you want to be more active. 
You yes. feel like I'm sitting here, I'm wasting time. So you decide plan B, I am going to try and get service mm-hmm. or also you're going to like try and get unstuck. Yes. So talking about both the pros, you don't have to survive in your car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, possibly it could last longer. You could freeze to death just sitting there in your car mm-hmm. and not be found. Yeah. So this is the more proactive thing. It's like it keeps you busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you're working on something um, and you could potentially get out of the situation sooner. Yep. Um, the uh, Also, um, if you're wanting to get unstuck, it, it prevents people from, you know, coming looking for you yeah. and putting themselves at risk, your family and things like that too. Other pro is that at this time, like early on, you have more energy. I mean, you you typically have some food in your stomach. Um, you're warm. You're motivated. You haven't been sitting there contemplating your death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you're like, um, you, you're a little more ambitious and mm-hmm. you have a little more strength. And so that's the pro there too is, is if you're you going to make a move, that's a good time do to it do on, it, right? Do it early. Yeah. yeah. Um, your phone is charged mm-hmm. also. And so you're utilizing the power that you do have to, to get that signal. Cause you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. if the car is going to all of a sudden not start, um, and, and those things make you worry. So at this point, it's like, I have a charge. I have the energy to hike up the mountain. The storm hasn't gotten super deep yet, mm-hmm. even though it's a blizzard. It's like, I can't see very well, but. You know, it might be the best time to get to the top of the hill. Sure. Um, the other thing is um, you might be able to get a message out mm-hmm. um, for a faster rescue again. Um, if you have an iPhone 14 or something like that, you may even have that satellite ability to send a text. Mm-hmm. I know that's a little unclear, but um, yeah. But I, I know that they do. Is that do. the SOS function or what is it? Yeah. I think it's <laughs> it allows you to send uh, – yeah, I think it's made for just that. So mm. that's – I mean, sometimes that – like I've been in a, um, I've used a satellite, like a little GPS thing and they can take up to an hour to get a message they out, can, yeah. but sometimes you have to even be on the move. So, you know, you, you know, these are the options that you have. The pros is that you could get out of this earlier and prevent all those other risks. The mm-hmm. cons, you freeze to death trying to do so. Yeah. You're trying to dig yourself out. You're mm-hmm. using up, um, calories. If you're unsuccessful and spend a lot of time, um, trying to dig yourself out, uh, you're, you're worse off than Mm-mm. not even trying at all. And so that's the bad thing. The other thing is getting frostbite and causing, you know, injury in, in multiple different ways, either from hiking and tripping, falling or spraining your back and you're super mm-hmm. uncomfortable, uh, and then losing your fingers. That's a bad that, thing. That is a bad thing. Cause if they're painful and your feet are painful and trying to hike, like at some point you have to hike out, like it just, it gets really yeah, bad. Yeah. My, my, my biggest fear about this would be getting up there and just getting turned around for sure in a whiteout situation like am i even in the right place to try and get signal yeah now how the heck do i get back can i follow my tracks back or is it like snowing so hard that those tracks are now gone you know it's just it's it's dicey it's super dicey for sure super dicey Mm -hmm. it could pay off big time it could or it could kill you yeah so um and then yeah then that's what i was going to mention next is you get lost in that storm and, Mm -hmm. and you can't find your way back to the only shelter that you had and so you're like Try to get as far as you can until you die. <laughs> yeah. You get injured um, in other ways. You get eaten by beasts, yeah. abducted by aliens. That's always a possibility. Could be. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So um, so this in this situation, what gear would be super useful um, with what you have or what you need? Mm-hmm. Like, one, I mean, you're going to, if you're going to travel up the hill and, and go look for signal, like, you're going to want to take and cover yourself in whatever equipment you have. Yes. So things that you wish you had or, or you know, is, is warmer clothing, mm-hmm. like in the back of the car or back I of your know. truck, or you had a wool blanket that you could just wear over yourself to protect yourself from the elements as you climb up the hill. Yeah, exactly. So clothing and, and um, space blanket and that kind of stuff would be hugely, uh, like, helpful here. Um, the other thing is to get unstuck. Like, I have a shovel in my truck. Um, that little portable one mm-hmm. that makes digging way faster. Oh yeah, for sure. But the thing is like, if you're going to really consider digging yourself out, consider how far you think you're going to get. I know. It's like, get yourself unstuck, but the road is so covered. You're going to get stuck just, yeah. you know, in another, you know, half a mile or a quarter mile. It's like, why is it worth try? the effort and the risk? Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I have dug, like, I still remember, and I think I've told this too, that I was snowmobiling up at, up in Idaho mm-hmm. and I'd come around uh, my, my dad didn't have new skis on and I couldn't turn and I went like count down this little tiny like gulch mm-hmm. and you know, with that brush and that snow, you oh, just yeah. sink, you just like sink, the yeah. whole front end went underneath 
And I sat there and dug because the sun was going down for like 30 minutes. I've, I've never felt so exhausted because yeah. you're trying to lift it out. Yeah, and all oh, that. that's the worst, So it's man. like digging yourself out can be like just unbelievably exhausting. And doing it yourself is In a panic very mode too, hard. Kind of just like, I got to hurry. Yeah. And this might be the only chance I get, have to get out of here. But like <sighs> things to get unstuck, you got to shovel. You can, they, they have those like traction mats that you could have in the back of your vehicle that you could throw down. Um, yep. You're hoping you have something like that. Um, wood and stuff like that. You're trying to give your car any traction. You use um, your floor mats even. And the floor mats mm -hmm. and things like that. Floor mats come in super useful. And so, you know, they you do. cover yourself in them. Yeah. You can use them to like isolate the windows. You can, there's a lot of things you can do with those car mats. Um, also, if you're going to go out of your car and climb a hill, it's probably best to start the car leave it running with the radio blaring if you feel like you're going to have an issue finding it again yeah so you're risking losing some gas or not getting back to it in time or you know that yeah. you're going to be wasting fuel but at the same time if you can have a radio blaring to kind of guide you back that's something you can what was up. the there was something else we talked about like string tying yeah tying, string like, that was the other taking out your, your hoodie yeah right <laughs> So having, so having so like stupid. paracord would be super useful. That would be nice, actually. But if you had a couple, of, yeah, hoodie sweaters, mm -hmm. you just tie that string together. That's right. And guide yourself around. Yeah. Because those storms can be bad enough, you know, five feet from your car, like you could get disoriented. Yeah. So it's like, if you did have some line or something that you could tie to like the mirror and then yeah. you had a, you know, something to, to guide yourself back if mm -hmm. you're going to go up the hill during the storm, that would be super useful, but. Most people, if you're not prepared, aren't going to be carrying a exactly. line that's going to get you further than like two and a half feet. No, yeah, your hoodie strings only. <laughs> my like belt and my hoodie string will get me. Yeah, I'll try the signal. Exactly. So, yeah, that's um, tough, man. Yeah, hand warmers, wool blankets, stuff like that are great. Battery chargers, because you don't want to always be running your car, but you want to keep your phone yep. uh, charged up. Um, so those those are always super useful. Most I, I love those things that jump the vehicles They're, because. You can charge your phone off from it. Yes. You can usually jump the car two or three times. Yeah. I mean, it's super useful. They usually have a light on them. Yeah, they have a light on them. Um, yeah. Cut them open, you know, start the batteries on fire. Start the fire. fire I don't know how to do that, but yeah. probably could. The other thing would be nice if you had a cell booster. Yes. So it's like you're you're less likely to lose signal. If you do, if you have those portable ones, mm -hmm. plug it into your battery charge, like your portable battery, you could use that to kind mm -hmm. of boost your signal up on the hill yep. too. So. so those are some of the things that you are going to use with what you have or the in you know to be more prepared yeah you're going to be doing that so but that's plan b but yeah we'll right? talk about that at the end of how well mm -hmm. that probably will play out right yeah <laughs> so plan b so now we're at plan c this is our last um choice of a plan and this is like basically you're taking your chances and you're going to walk the 10 miles back to civilization you know you're not going to get your car out yeah it's and like you're like useless. i'm just going to go now yeah like maybe yeah it's and you could see yourself making a, a, For a sure. choice like I could, that around here yeah. i feel like i'm like it's not that far i'm just going to go i'm going to follow my car tracks yep. if you i mean if you've gotten if you can, in snow and yep. you already know the area yeah like you know the general direction you need to head you, you feel like okay i'm taking action i'm going i'm yeah. just going to get the out the wind of here. always blows from southeast that's right fall right <laughs> exactly. Um, so you're, the pros in this situation, again, is you are mentally, you're taking action. You're moving forward. You're trying to to get to civilization. You're trying to survive instead of it's just It's crazy like, how much like you, I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Sitting in the car is a hard thing to do. It's rough, you're like, dude. I should be doing way more. Like, yeah. I'm not getting myself out of the situation. And that's why I think knowing, you know, we'll get to this, but knowing what is the best choice. Yeah. It, because it's hard to decipher that in the moment sometimes. It really is. So understanding this before you get to that situation, having the knowledge is such a huge benefit because I know that I, if I got into the situation before I did any of this research or the podcast, I would be like, okay, well, I don't know which thing is best to do. I'm just going to pick one. Yeah. I you think I, I mean? would, for me, I'd probably be like, it's early. I'm going to start hiking back. Hope I get yep. a signal on the way. Exactly. So it's like. 100% probably what I would do too. <laughs> because again, it feels like you're doing something, right? Exactly. Um, you know, maybe you can make it back to civilization and friends and your family aren't going to worry. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things we for me. We found his body. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't going right. to worry. No worries at. <laughs> get his wallet back. 
We're going to go. <laughs> I gave him no socks for Christmas. I wanted those things back. No need to test him. I know that head of hair. <laughs> yeah. I know that balding head anywhere. <laughs> I know the hair falling out in the right yeah. places. So, um, got Johnson around his pants. That's yeah. my husband. Yeah, that's my husband. I don't know why my wife talks like this. <laughs> yes. Sounds exactly like Married Tommy. Married to a redneck. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could possibly run into another vehicle on your way out, right? <laughs> yeah, that's his Johnson rod, all right. Let me, oh, yeah, that's definitely his Johnson rod. <laughs> I knew that was him. Yeah, I could smell him from a See mile. See how it's all melted around the front? Mm. Yep, that's him. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. Give me one second, officer. <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> one look, I can tell. Um... You're, you know, the pro is, again, too, your car could just run out of gas sitting there. You're going to freeze anyways. You know, so at least you died like a man trying to get home. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But you're dead. Because, like, I don't know. I know. There's some way it's like, you just sat there and died. <laughs> I know. Like, when they find you dead, like, would you rather them find you dead just sitting in your car with yeah. the granola crumbs on your chest? Or would you rather, <laughs> like, three miles from the car yeah. headed towards civilization? <laughs> still playing TikTok? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, saved videos. How would you rather I know. It's true. Found? Like, it is the best, and we'll talk about that, yeah. but it, the best idea is to stay put, but yeah. I would feel that same way. It's like, they find my body in here. Mm-hmm. It's like, what a lazy piece of crap. I've got like all the car mats on me just huddled it's in like, the front. <laughs> well, he, he deserved it. Yeah, that guy deserved to die. Yeah. Like a baby in his car, <laughs> you know? Um, so what are some As of the- they're stepping over all the other bodies on the <laughs> yeah, highway. exactly. These guys tried at least. Mm-hmm. Got a pile of crap outside in the shape of an S. <laughs> he was doing something. He was doing something. Yeah. Work till his last breath. <laughs> that's my that's my that's my brother and yeah, my yeah. husband. <laughs> what you say? That's my brother and my husband. <laughs> well, we are real rednecks, aren't we? <laughs> He's got some sort of a mechanical rod in his pants covered in feces. I don't know what was happening. This is here. super but yeah. He's my brother and my husband. <laughs> That's my husband, brother. That's for sure. Um, some of the cons here, you could just get lost in the blizzard and freeze to death. That's the biggest con, right? Like, yeah. It's, That's it. It's not, yeah, you, and you can see it happening for sure. Just getting out, walking, falling on your face. You're dead. <laughs> yep. You're frozen. Uh, you could injure yourself. You know, yep. walking in that snow, it's rough. It's hard. You could roll an ankle. You could, Instantly. you know, yeah, you could just, you get hypothermia, you could get frostbite. There's Step in a bear trap, like the edge. That's right. Remember? Bear trap. There's a lot of different things that could happen um, going out. So injury is a big one. Um, rescuers could find your car and they open it up and you're gone. Yeah. that's the, It's easier to find a car than it is to find a person. For sure. So... Think about that. That's yep. a con there, right? So the gear needed on this one is some of the same stuff we've talked about. Obviously, you want to have some That's food That's so crappy. Water. Like, you hear that on the news all the time. I know. It's just like, found an abandoned car. It's like, well, they're dead. They're dead. Um, the gear needed, like food and water, obviously, you're going to be expending calories on this this hike. Like, it's 10 miles. It feels like it's doable. But it's also 10 miles in the cold. It's also 10 miles in, like, two to three feet of powder. Yeah. Like if you've ever had, if you've ever walked in that Utah powder, that dry, dry freaking, it's, it's the worst thing to walk in you've ever done. It just feels like quicksand. Um, (laughs) So it's horrible. You're going to be really expending some calories. Obviously warm clothing. You don't have it, but you would want it here. Yeah. Um, A phone. Because you get out, it's like, maybe I'm going to get service a mile down the road or two miles down the road. That's another thing. And then the last thing I say about this, this and is- And you can browse stuff while you're walking. I know. Yeah, you can look. I can look at my it makes walking so much easier. Tacoma accessories as I'm dying. <laughs> I would have bought this. <laughs> Put it in the basket. Oh, boy. Wait, I got internet? I was just awesome. Um, this is a very high-risk, high-reward plan. You know, um, it might be perfect. You might walk down the road- find civilization you're good to go you go back two days later and get your car yeah you might be dead yep so high risk high reward so let's wrap this up with our overall thoughts on this how would we personally handle it what did we learn from this thought experiment in this scenario so for me like everything i read every expert out there says stay in your damn car yeah do not get out of your car just stay there and survive because again that big metal box that's shiny 
and makes lots of noise is so much easier to find yeah. than, than you dead in a ditch it, under and a it, foot of powder. It fits the lifestyle of most Americans. <laughs> sure, yeah. So it's 100%. like, just stay in there. Mm-hmm. So that I'm going with plan A. I'm mm-hmm. going to stay in that car. I'm going to survive through the the length of the storm, 12 to 15 hours, whatever it is. And I'm going to figure out what to do at that point. Yeah. You know, if nobody's found me, at least the storm is over. Now I can I can make a move and go do something, either up the hill to get service or just start walking towards town, right? Exactly. I don't know. What were your thoughts there, Kim? Yeah. No, I mean, it. it, it like you said, it's the hardest one to do because you're yeah. just like, I'm just waiting to die. Hard, but not hard. Like, yeah. it's the it, easiest. It, it's the easiest one, yeah. but it but it mentally is the mm-hmm. hardest. Yeah. Um. The other thing is, like, tell people where you're going. Yeah, man. Like, why are you up there? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, were you going to get firewood? Were you going up there in your car and you're working along? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But then, but then the chances of somebody mm-hmm. getting to you or looking for you are so much greater. Like, much greater. You're probably going to be rescued. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, um, really have a good vehicle when you live in those tr- like yeah. types of terrain mm-hmm. and with storms around. You're going to really want all-wheel drive gives mm-hmm. you a better chance of getting unstuck. Yeah. Even with four-wheel drive, I highly recommend always having, like, shovels and spike mm-hmm. mats and things like that. So, I, I mean, like I said, you're you're going to stay in your car. That's the best thing, and that's the yep. advice that we've given on both the episodes, and that's the advice that I've seen online. It hasn't changed. Mm, you know, no. it's always the same. There's no new information but out there. it doesn't hurt to have these things prepared, you know, telling somebody where you're going, yes. having supplies to get unstuck, because most of the time it's a little, you know, you're stuck a little bit, and you can get out and get back home. But Yeah, these scenarios are the reason why I feel like car kits are one of the most important preparedness things that you can do yeah yep having a good kit in your car especially if you live in a place like we do where you know six months out of the year it is freezing cold there's storms that come in out of nowhere yeah if you're gonna get stuck in your vehicle be ready for it yeah it's such an easy thing to do too those um those kits and they're fun to make i, I love doing i love they kitting out my truck dude. i like doing that too. yeah so like i said i just got this new truck so now i'm in the process of like figuring out how do i kit this thing out how, what accessories do i put in here what gear do i put in there here how do i do this yeah. you know what i mean but like it's so simple to throw a blanket in it's yeah. so there's so many of those things like the blanket it, yeah there's just no reason why it's cumbersome or yeah. problematic to have in there no. it's going to be useful in so many different ways yeah the same with having your car above half tank i know like even if you yeah. are going to bug out i mean it gets you so much further it really so does. many so many scenarios of having more than half a tank yeah full and like at least gloves half. and beanies and a jacket they take up very little room yeah find a place to stuff it in your vehicle because Again, this would save your bacon in this yeah, situation, it right? Would. It really would. A backup phone charger. Again, that's another one that we we talk about so often, and it's not necessarily just a phone charger. It could be the jumper for the jumper your battery thing jumper. Is, you know, I, like probably one of the best things you can put in a vehicle mm-hmm. because you got the backup power for yeah your phone. You've got um, signaling device too, mm-hmm. and you've got light, and you've got a car jumper. The yeah. Regular jumper cables are nice, but you have to have another vehicle there to make those yeah. work. The, these are just great because you just don't. You can be there by yourself and jump your vehicle and be good to go. Keep right, going lone wolf, yeah. man. Um, thinking about other communication methods, maybe you have two way radios, maybe you have a CB, different comms devices. Yeah, the CB is great because you can keep searching yeah. channels of anybody going by yeah. and stuff. You so. at least have a couple mile range, maybe you mm-hmm. know, and if you can reach out and, and get somebody, that's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, so it's something to, I've to, talked about, and I used to be big on the countermeasures. It's not mm-hmm. a bad idea to throw it. Like you can get those flares yeah. or even a flare gun at Walmart, you sure. know? And yeah. so that's helpful. Plus it can help you start a fire mm-hmm. if, if things calm down and you're able to get out of your car and you're like, you know, yeah. I'm just going to set up a little camp. Some smoke can help maybe identify where I'm at. Things yeah. like that. Countermeasures make that easy. For I sure. I always have a ton of fire starting stuff in my vehicle. Yes, exactly. I usually have my EDC gear in there so that's just a whole nother kit that can help me in this situation the the last thing i would say about too is like um again your phone a lot of preppers don't like to rely on it but again in this situation it's it's great because i think having weather alert apps on your phone that alert you to these things that are coming 
you would know. You would. And you wouldn't get caught in this situation. Winter storm maybe, warning right? and stuff. You're going to get texts or yeah. Yeah, notification for sure. Those are valuable. It's valuable yeah. information, you know? So uh, that would. You should I, have gotten that plenty of time before yeah. you did your 10 minute drive up the mountain. Exactly. So that's just another thing to, to consider about this whole situation. Yeah, that, for sure. That would be good, you know? Yep. I don't know. That's it, Cam. I think so. Yeah. Anything I else mean, on this situation? No, plan A makes the most sense. I think it does too. Um, But it's, it's a tough one. But yeah. There's no reason why not to just deck your car out and your plan with all these others in mind. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if in this situation that we were just showing, if your vehicle was ready with tons of gear? Right. It would make it a completely right. different situation, right? Yeah. So, Or if you rolled over, you know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. you rolled down a canyon, and mm-hmm. it's like your car's not going to start. It's probably right. a risk to stay in it for... If it's leaking oil mm-hmm. and gas and all that, but if you had all this gear that you could take with you, your your journey journey is going to be at least fruitful, and you're not going to die, <laughs> right? Right? You could put a blanket around you and put some a beanie on and hand warmers or whatever else it is, and you're all. good to go. Yeah. Um, another great thing in this situation is you you have to stay hydrated, and a great way to stay hydrated is with Element. Yeah, Cameron. If you didn't know, electrolyte deficiency or imbalances, they can cause headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness, all the things that Cam feels at this very moment. All the time. <laughs> yeah. As people who want to be prepared and ready for anything, the last thing you need is something that will slow you down when you need to be ready the most. That's why we at Casual Preppers have teamed up with Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. We think Element is perfect. I have for- these in a car. Yeah. Bug out bags and EDC kits. I put some in my EDC kits. I put some in my bug out bag. I put some I in my vehicle. I put some in my radiator. Yeah, for sure. It does. <laughs> it's great. Like, it, you're literally, I put two or three of these packets in my middle console in my new Yeah, I, new truck. I have them in my car too. Because like you got, it's just, it makes you feel better that you have them there. Because you know what? They contain a science-backed electrolyte ratio. 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. Casual Preppers listeners can get a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through our exclusive Casual Preppers link. That gets you one packet of every That's flavor. That's a lot. Like, it really you, is. You get a lot of packets out of you that. You do. You get a ton of stuff. So they also offer a no questions asked refunds on all orders, and you don't even have to send the order That's back. Crazy. How insane is that? This offer can be claimed by first time and returning element customers. You guys use our link every time you make a purchase, and you're going to get that sample pack every single time. It's just like free stuff, which we love. And you're not going to get that anywhere else. You have to use the VIP Element Partners link, which we have on all of our socials. We have it in the show notes here. Head to our link or go to drinkelement.com slash preppers. Get your order and a free sample pack. That's drinkelement.com slash preppers. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. That's it. Just have the drink element. That is a great one. It's a good tip. Now, so I added a few things in a car med kit mm. that I think every car kit should have. Because nice. I, I do think it's a little different from just your everyday fact and things like that. Yeah. Because there's certain things that apply more to the scenario that you're going to probably run into being in a car. Mm-hmm. One, gloves, for sure. Because you don't know, uh, like, and I and I mean like medical gloves, like right. nitrile gloves. Because, I mean, I know so many people that have come up on an accident. You've come up on an accident. Yep. Motorcycle mm-hmm. accidents, things like that. You're dealing or helping. You mm-hmm. do not want that blood on you. No, you don't. You don't want that blood on your hands. That blood is gross. So, um, Icky. gloves are huge. Icky sticky. Um, the other thing is, if they're hurt, you just blow up, make a little fun toy, a little turkey. Look at this while we amputate little, your leg. <laughs> little turkey. Yeah. I know you're crushed. Didn't ever play with this. <laughs> I know you probably ain't going to live, but look at this. <laughs> Looks like a turkey. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A mouth guard for yeah. CPR and mouth to mouth. People's mouths are gross. Oh, they're disgusting. Super gross. Yeah. And if they're like <laughs> coughing up bubbles of blood. Or they're puking while you're making out with them. <laughs> Yeah. Sent Cam a bit today. Let me make out with you. Yeah. Sent this is Cam part of the a video CPR. today. Oh, this, Man, that's so disturbing. This guy's making out with his drunk chick and she just throws up in the dude's <laughs> mouth. Because we're talking about it, like yeah. Meryl Hess's worst nightmare from Signs. Yeah. And it, it happened. But that but that is like somebody throwing up after yeah. trauma. Oh, gosh. It man, can totally yeah. happen. For sure. And, and, if they're, if and now you have that. trauma and now you're throwing up. Yeah. And then everybody's just throwing up it's the a, whole highway. Yeah. People throwing up. It's a cascade up. of issues yeah. that's not good. So gloves, a mouth guard, mm. shears. You know, yeah. you're going to be cutting pants off. 
I'm for all kinds of reasons. I'm cutting people's clothes off. Anybody who comes near me, <laughs> they're getting their pants cut off. <laughs> you know? They're coming to you and you're just snipping away at their yeah. shirt. What are you doing? It's part of the plan here. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I had them and I want to use them. Cam said. Yeah. The other thing is um, a barf bag. So it so, okay. may not be used in like a like a trauma scenario but my kids all the time like oh, i'm always yeah. like you can throw up if you have mm-hmm. that kit with a barf bag in it i usually have just like a grocery bag yeah like a so walmart can, sack or something but yeah you can get some of these even um my medic has like little specific yeah. barf bags that fold up and go in your medic. or kit. you just steal the ones off the airplane yep take those home <laughs> that's true put yeah. it in the car yeah um window breaker seat belt cutter mm-hmm. little tool there's all kinds of different ones um that you can bust out a window, cut your seatbelt, cut somebody's seatbelt to pull them to safety. Again, like another one of the very first things that I put in my brand new truck you have was to. that. Yeah. It's like they're, they're mm-hmm. awesome. And then a tourniquet comes in a little more handy here because yep. the, the injuries, vehicle injuries are way more traumatic. Mm-hmm. You know, amputated limbs, maybe an amputated head. You want to oh. tie that neck off. You want to make sure. Yeah. So sterile water in a squeeze bottle, like, um, uh, it's just nice to be able to like irrigate wounds, clean to see where injuries are and where sure. you can kind of bandage and where the tourniquet needs to go based on if the blood's coming out of that wound or if it's from another wound. It's like, it's nice to have the sterile yeah. water to help clean things up and, and most kits are already going to have gauze and all that. So that's why I added that as an additional. Good gauze. The other thing is a pen light, um, mm-hmm. looking to see if there's um, trauma to the head. You can do an assessment um, to see, you know, pupil dilation and things like that. So those are always nice. Uh, the other thing, a flare, a uh, glue, st- uh, glue stick, glow stick. <laughs> I put glue stick on there. You want to have Elmer's glue stick yeah, in there? Yeah, that looks pretty bad. I don't got Let stitches, rub that but on, I got man. a glue stick. Hold it together for 25 years. <laughs> yeah. um, but if, you know, yeah. having a flare and stuff like that, that you can mark the roadway so people just <laughs> while you're giving CPR. Oh, man. What was that? I almost had him back to life. You guys ran <laughs> it's over. It's a bumper. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And they ran you over. Yeah. And then the other thing is that space blanket comes in super yeah. ham, handy for hammy. people. Comes in hammy. <laughs> <laughs> Moon's over my hammy. I heard my hammy. Wrap it in a space blanket. Yeah. <laughs> but um, shock is always like a big thing to worry about with sure. car accidents. Yeah. So get them warm, get their head elevated, feet elevated, and turn them upside down, put them in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow any of that. This is not medical advice. <laughs> no, but like get their, you know, get them comfortable, legs mm. up, put the space blanket on, keep mm. them warm. Because shock always sets in pretty quick. For sure. Yeah, so. That's shocking. Those are just a few things to throw in your ED, your uh, your car yeah. med kit. So Cut off people's pants. That's what I learned, <laughs> right? You just got mask, you got gloves on, you got your tourniquet around your neck, yeah. and you got your freaking shears. I'm here to ready to go. Yeah. I'm prepared. Whose pants need cut off? <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> I just want to get that job, the guy that cuts off everybody's pants. See who's got Johnson rods in there. Yeah. yeah. You weren't prepared, buddy. But yeah, there you go. A few extra I like things. like that. All right. That's it. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks for uh, surviving this podcast. Yeah, thanks guys for listening. We really appreciate you. You guys are wonderful, nice people. You know? Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't thank you enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so appreciate you listening and stay survived.